0: I'm back. It's Eric from YourRealityRecaps.com, reading you the Real Housewives of Orange County audio blogs each week after the episode airs. Because let's face it, we all like to be read to. Who likes to read these days? And the website has so many ads and blah blah blah. So you have me to interject my thoughts as I read to you what the ladies are saying after the episode each week. Now, look, if you guys are listening to this on our website, make sure you comment below because I want to hear what you think about the show too and. Maybe I'll even use what you say in these podcasts. And if you're listening on iTunes or Stitcher, do us a favor, give us a five-star rating and a nice review. And check out our website and follow us on social media. You can tweet me anytime at reality recaps. But we have so much to get to this week. Let's jump right into it. Now I have to apologize right from the start because we are waiting, or I'm waiting until Friday to do this, but it's because I was waiting for them to to put up blogs, and nobody's doing them. Only three of people did them. So I guess this is going to be a short podcast this week. I guess nobody wants to talk about the death this week. So um, we'll make it funny. Let's go first, then to Shannon, and her blog called I Trust in the Bond I've Formed with David. Mm-hmm. This is a very difficult episode to watch, and I can't imagine how incredibly hard it is for Vicky to relive. It's just a reminder to all of us that life is precious, and we should be grateful for every moment we have on Earth with our family and friends. We shouldn't focus on petty things, which brings me to my phone call with Megan in this episode. The party is over, and I'm done discussing an issue that Megan wants to be way bigger than it is. I thought it was a perfect opportunity to extend the olive branch and show my willingness to move on by inviting Megan to Bunko. I was put off by the way Megan was speaking to me, but I did my best to stay positive. And Eric speaking, what was that She was to go to that desk to talk like in her bedroom? Like, is that the talking desk? I didn't get what was up with that desk. Um, when she told me to, quote, prove myself to her, it just didn't sit well with me. A.K.A. production told her that it was bad. (laughs) I'm not going to beg anyone to come to a party I'm hosting, and certainly not Megan. I was offended that she thought that my wine donation was a wedge or dig at her. There was no manipulation behind it. I had the wine earlier, and I wanted to donate it. Period. Well, Eric speaking, then, couldn't you just donate it on your own? I mean, you know, you did it for the cameras, And a mile dig is what I think. I have the most fun group of Bunko friends. I have been in the group for 15 years and the rest of the gals have been playing together for close to 25 years. It's such an old lady game. Uh, (laughs) Eric speaking. I was excited to have the ladies meet some of them. And as you can see, it was a fun game. And even Megan was cheering and laughing during the game for old people in Mississippi. Oh, I hate how much I'm like her. Make and I mean. Um, and thanks for the not very flattering clip of me hooting and hollering, but you can all see I have a ball playing. Prior to Bunko, one of my best friends came over to help me get ready. David had just come home moments earlier and started telling me how he ran into a girl. It didn't make sense to me, and I thought he was talking in code, because of the cameras, um, to let me know he had seen his affair. You can see the shock in my eyes. He didn't run into her. When that day comes, I'm sure it may bring up certain emotions, but it was the past. I trust in the bond I formed with David in the last year and believe he's committed to me. David and I have made a lot of positive progress up to this episode, but you hear me talk about a bump in the progress tonight. When infidelity happens over the course of months, it is impossible to know everything that happened during that time period. The end result, however, is what's most important. If I happen to realize a lie that was told to me during the affair, David affirms his love for me, and then I feel this, and then I feel his remorse. That is communication. That is moving forward. That is love. If you say so. Um, I am devastated for my friend Vicky. She had just spoken to her mother that morning and she told Vicky that her blood work was normal and she was going to be around for a long time to learn such shocking and tragic news is difficult, but we do it while being filmed, but doing it while being filmed is unimaginable. I know Vicky's mother is watching over her and giving her lots of light. Well, keep it off her face. Uh (laughs) I wish there was something I could do to take away the pain. Please follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Okay. So, um, Eric speaking, and let me know what you guys think in the comment section below, but, she did not at all acknowledge her cooking segment, which is what I wanted to mention, and how ridiculous it was that she was like, "Oh, me cooking is me giving from my heart, and uh, just a little piece of love, and I don't understand why everybody caters. Well, let me break it down for you, Shannon. Not everybody has... Two chefs and house manager and someone to do the food shopping and someone to prepare all the food and someone to do all the hard part. And while I understand that you're just taking stuff, and putting it in the blender and pressing mix and then scooping it onto a plate. That's not really cooking. If you wanted to know, and that's not cooking. But whatever. Let me know what you guys think in the comment section below, because thus concludes the Bravo blog of Shannon. <laughs> now, next up is me, Megan. Um, no, I mean, uh, you know what I'm saying. I'm saying, I think I'm Megan. I'm sorry. this episode was just sad and I'm reliving it all. And it's hard for me to bring up the energy. I'm going to for you. Um, Megan's blog is called Bunko Night Was a Blast. Moving sucks. And watching this episode made me want to throw one of my empty boxes from yet another move at the television for minimizing the stress and overall terrible feelings that come with the move. But it's TV, and since it's fun to do, it can't be fun to watch. I know you hear me say that Jimmy doesn't do any of the actual moving, and that's why he thinks it's easy. Well, he didn't show up until we moved out of our fourth Wait, what? I <laughs> sorry, you know that I guys read these live with you. Um I know you hear me say Jimmy doesn't do any of the actual moving, and that's why he thinks it's easy. Well, he didn't. Oh, well, okay, got it. Well, he didn't up until we moved out of our four month rental. That was the first time he unpacked more than one box. And guess what? Now he hates moving. Finally, you see him rummaging through a drawer. He wasn't packing at that time. And when Shannon called to invite me to Bunko, I was thinking, what the heck is she calling me for in the middle of moving, and I'm stressed out to the hilt? Okay, nobody says to the hilt, Megan. I don't have time to rehash this baloney that happened in Napa. are you sure? (laughs) Because you don't seem to want to let it go. (laughs) Um, the whole time I'm thinking, oh my gosh, the movers don't know what to pack and what is being donated. And Jimmy has no idea about it either. And I need to get downstairs. If if that's what you were thinking, then you probably should have just said, okay, great. See you there. Three seconds. Okay, great. See you there. And he can be back downstairs with your movers. Uh, when Shannon said she assures me that everything will be fine, that is when I said, look was when I said, I look forward to you proving that. I used the word prove because it's a synonym for assure. I googled it. Assure, verb, to tell someone something positively or or confidently to dispel any doubts they may have. Tony assured me that the supermarket was in the village. Synonyms, reassure, convince, satisfy, persuade, guarantee, promise, tell, affirm, pledge, swear, or vow. Is this an English lesson, Megan? We got it. You're smart. Ish so therefore she told me to prove herself to me uh so then she told her to prove herself to me then she called me back and said she didn't have to prove herself to me okay then don't she said it not me that that doesn't have anything to do with my age it was just her regurgitating on her own progress a promise Moving on, Shannon didn't know I was stressed and I should have accepted her invitation instead of dragging it out no matter how surprised I was. And I'm glad she did invite me to Bunko and I'm glad I went. Coffee enemas? Do these really work? It sounds hokey to me, especially when referencing it in the same sentence as cancer. I understand the urge to battle cancer with all means necessary, holistic, strange, alternative, whatever. But Brooks has a strain, has a stage 3 aggressive, non Hodgkin's lymphoma, so aren't they talking about chemo and what it does? Instead, we have to hear about coffee enemas and what that does? Am I missing something? I can't believe Heather got that thing taken out of her hand like it was no big deal. I had to turn my head away from the screen. Oh, I totally did too. I do not like surgery shows. And of course, Heather downplayed the whole thing. I don't know how you do it, girl. Bunko night was a blast. Shad and I had a wonderful time, aside from the awkwardness of me arriving on time, which is apparently for a first with this group. And I love getting to know her friends. I remember being in the restroom and thought I heard screams or crying. I walked back into the party and I couldn't hear it anymore. And then the screams came on stronger. When I saw Vicky, it was devastating. Just a few seconds earlier, her world was fine. And then it was destroyed. It was awful and my heart went out for her. And it goes out for her now. Like I said, fate doesn't give a shit. And there's nothing fair or consoling about that statement. I thought the flashbacks with Vicky and her mother were sweet, and I was crying through the entire scene. May her soul rest in peace. And thus concludes the Bravo blog of Megan. Now that's a death and dying episode, people. (laughs) (laughs) It's everybody's dying. Uh, Everybody's dying. But let me know what you think in the comments below about Megan. I'm interested to know. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say about it. I'm interested to know. Because now we have to go over to Vicky. But, oh, first, thus officially really ends the Bravo blog of Megan. (laughs) Now, last and certainly not least, like I just said, is Vicky with her blog called... A tribute to my mother. I thought it was appropriate to write this blog solely on my mother, as those of you who watch this episode see that I got the news of her passing while I was filming. I didn't want to go to Bunko this evening, as I had worked hard all day and I wasn't in the mood to roll the dice. Hindsight, I should have stayed home, as I would have received the root news of my mom dying while I was alone. I guess that's the chance you take filming a reality show you never really know when life happens. Like it did with me, and while cameras were rolling. I want to thank Evolution Media for being so sensitive and supportive to me and my family during this difficult time. They have truly been amazing, and I want to thank them for being... um, And I want to thank them also for the beautiful tribute they did at the end on my beautiful mother, Joanne Closette Steinmetz. Steinmetz? My mother died on February 4th, 2015 for unknown causes. We elected not to do an autopsy, and the coroner said it was either a massive heart attack or an aneurysm. She was found by my brother around 8 p.m. at night, lying on top of her covers on her bed. If it's your time to go, I can only say, what a beautiful way to die. She was at peace with her golden retriever dog, Maggie, lying next to her. Billy said it looked like she was sleeping when he found her. They were still in shock, and we all miss her so much. She was the rock of our family, and she was an amazing mother to five children and an amazing grandmother to five children, and two beautiful great-grandchildren, Owen and Troy. You know, life is interesting sometimes. Sometimes you get an intuition in your gut that you just can't explain. My mother turned 83 on December 5th, and I decided to surprise her by coming home to Chicago and organizing a family dinner at one of her favorite restaurants. I had my brother there, my cousins, my sister Kathy, Lisa, my brother Billy, and myself. My other sister Kim wasn't feeling well, and Mike and Brianna couldn't make it either. I'm glad I went home and got that intuition to see her. My mom was totally surprised that I was in town and even more surprised when she saw her children and extended family for her 83rd birthday. She kept asking me why I threw this party for her. She asked me several times, is this my last birthday? I said no, it was just that I wanted to see her and I thought celebrating her birthday was a great way to do that. My mom is a very healthy, very active in her community and spent most of her free time shopping at TJ Maxx and Marshall's. Oh my God, me too. And home goods, totally home goods. She loved to play bridge and had a zest for life. She was one of the smartest people I'd ever met. Little did I know when I said goodbye to her a few days later, that would be the last time I saw her until the wake and funeral. It's a surreal place to be when some of you have already experienced losing a parent or parents. It's an empty feeling, a lonely feeling, and one that I almost can't put into words. When I yelled out after I heard the news, who is going to take care of me, who is going to worry about me, I meant it. My mom was always worrying about me, telling me that I was too busy traveling and too busy working and filming. She worried that something was going to happen to me. And I always told her I needed to die first because I couldn't imagine not having her in my life. When I watched the show, it was like reliving a nightmare. So much of that evening is like a big blur to me. When I watched Heather call Terry, telling him that my mom died, and seeing her cry, it made me realize how sensitive Heather is and how fortunate I am to have her in my life. I will never forget the one thing she told me sitting on Shannon's circular chair in that hallway. You are who you are because of the amazing mother you had. Not everyone is blessed to have the fond memories and closeness you had with your mother, and you must carry that through your life and know that although she isn't here anymore, she'll always be with you. Those words I'll never forget, so thank you, Heather. Having Tamara and Shannon be there for me to hold me and cry with me comforting, comforted me in the fact that I had friends that really cared for me and that were feeling the pain with me. I was glad I wasn't alone, and when I look back on it, I don't think I could have handled it by myself. Brooks had gotten the call from Billy and knew that I was at Bunko and and at Shannon's. He knew that I was going to be a mess, so one of his friends drove him to Shannon's so he could ride with me. I thought it was Heather that called him. Um, Having Brooks there for me within a half hour of getting his horrible of getting this horrible news was so nice it's times like this you know who you can really count on and i'm thankful that he was there for me i took the red eye home the next day to chicago my friend jenny picked me up from the airport and took me to my family michael brianna ryan owen troy took separate flights and we all met up at my mom's brianna and mike were so close to my mom too and they are also feeling a tremendous loss in their lives When my sister Lisa and I got to my mom's house, we tried to make sense of everything that just happened to our family. We found a blue envelope in my mother's file drawer that said, My last wishes. She wrote it out in August 2014 and gave explicit instructions on how she wanted her funeral services, the type of casket she wanted to be laid to rest in, and the outfit she wanted to wear, the songs she wanted played, and the mausoleum drawer that she had purchased overlooking my father's grave. She sounds like a Vicky. We were all in shock because, like I said, my mother was very healthy, end of sound mind, and to see what she wrote and see that she wrote this out was unbelievable to us. She was always so organized and a great planner, so I guess I shouldn't be too shocked to find this letter, but I was. It made planning easier because we followed exactly what she wanted. It told me how important it is to write out your last wishes and be sure that you have your estate in order because you never know what can or would happen. At the funeral home, surrounding my mother's rose-colored casket with beautiful floral arrangements from Heather, Tamara, Lizzie, Shannon, Megan, Katie, Evolution Media, Bravo, and Andy Cohen, I felt so fortunate and blessed to have my friends back in California have a presence at my mom's funeral. Thank you, ladies, for being there for me. I've really needed your support and love, and at that funeral, there were so many of my high school friends that I hadn't seen in years. It was nice hearing some of their stories of my mom and how she always made our home a place for my friends to be welcomed in. I had a flawless childhood and one that I am grateful and thankful for. It's been five months now since my mom died, and there really isn't a day that goes by I don't want to pick up the phone and ask her a question or tell her I love her. I miss her so much, but I know one day I will be with her in heaven and at peace. I want to stress the importance of not putting off, talking to, or spending time with the ones you love. You never know when they'll be taken from you. Thank you everyone who's reached out for me. It means more to me than you'll ever know. Someone said this to me the other day, and I wanted to share it with all of you. For anyone that has ever lost a loved one, you will understand the pain that my family and I feel. So, peace be with you. And this is the quote that she's putting in here. The reality is that you will grieve forever. You will not ever get over the loss of a loved one. You'll only learn to live with it. You will heal and you will rebuild yourself around the loss that you have suffered. You will be whole again, but you'll never be the same, nor should you be the same or want to. For more information about Lunk Lenka and Club Detox, go to clubdetox.com. <laughs> oh, Vicky. Warmly, Vicky. Blow her a few pictures of my family at my mother's surprise birthday party I held for her one month before she died. And then um, Vicky put some pictures. Um, it's, it's just her. It's just everyone you've seen on the show. It's her, her mom, her sister her younger and much prettier sister. (laughs) No, I didn't mean that. I don't know what I mean. This whole episode's got me all messed up. Um, So I guess that's it for this week. I hope you enjoyed these. You probably already read them anyway yourself. I just didn't want to not put something up and then our whole weeks get all thrown off. Um, But next week, hopefully they'll do them right away and I'll be back and will be more funny, but for now, Roll the credits. (laughs) And it also concludes our Bravo blogs for this week. But let me know what you guys thought uh, in the comment section below. If you're listening on our website, which you should be, or tweet us uh, at Reality Recaps or follow us on our Facebook page. We want to really start interacting with you guys more on Facebook. We're always so much about Twitter and live tweeting shows. Um, But, you know, anywhere, anywhere on social media, you can find all of the places we are on social media over on our website. Website yourrealityrecaps.com, and of course you can see all of our Bravo content at yourrealityrecaps.com/slash-Bravo. Of course, for those of you that don't know, Big Brother 17 is starting. We're going to have a ton of coverage on Big Brother as well. If you guys are into that, Uh, exit interviews each week, live tweeting, um, and of course doing a ton more Bravo content as a live video show. And All of the stuff that we do is available on our website, on YouTube, and on iTunes. You can get just the audio feed on iTunes, or you can get the audio and video feed, or you can get it just for specific shows. There's so much. Check all of that out um, on our website. Just click on the little podcast tab up top and you can see all of your choices. Of course, if you want to help support our shows, you can make a donation through PayPal or Patreon, or for free, just simply click on our Amazon ad on our website. uh, Before you do your Amazon shopping, or like I said, the easiest way, share our stuff on social media, tell your friends about our show. If you just tell one person every day, you can really help us out a lot. But you're listening to an audio podcast, go to iTunes, give us a five-star rating and a nice review. That is the cheapest and best way. You can help us keep bringing you guys shows like this every week and all of our other content. So, until next week, I will see you guys then. Seriously, comment uh, on our website on the page for this show because I want to know what you guys think of it. I want to know what you're saying. I'll read some of your content on the show. I want to do this show with you guys this season. And I'll probably be live-tweeting the East Coast airing next week too. So I hope you guys all enjoyed it. See you soon. Bye for now, everybody.